Of course, COVID-19 is hitting all of us. It is hitting everyone out there, really, in some way, shape, or form. And that is no different here locally in Kamloops. And I'm joined on the line now by Mario Borba, the Managing Director of The Mustard Seed. Mario, thank you so much for taking the time here. Oh, thanks for having me, Jeff. So let me just start by asking, you know, how are things? How, how difficult has this been for the mustard seed here in Kamloops over these last couple of weeks so far? Well, for us, it's no different than uh, for anyone else. Uh, everybody is getting a hit from this crisis, uh, and for the mustard seed, it's no, no different. Uh, we need to follow guidelines to keep everybody safe, which makes our job harder. But uh, we are trying to accommodate everything so we can provide the service to our clients. Yeah, well, what are some of the more you know, unique challenges that you are facing right now as a result of this novel coronavirus? Is there anything that you know, the mustard seed is seeing that it, it is having some challenges dealing with that you know, would be, be unique to an organization like yours? Sure. So for us, uh, you know, we, we normally would serve around 160 plates every day. Now we are only allowed to serve uh, less than 50 people uh, because that is the amount of people that we can have inside of our dining room. Uh, for our shelter space, we need to keep one meter distance between each mats, uh, which makes our capacity lower. Uh, before we had 30 uh, mats capacity, now we only have 24 due to the space. And we still want to serve everybody. So that is the challenge that we have. How can we be creative to continue to serve the population that most need and is the most vulnerable to uh, this crisis uh, without turning anyone back? Yeah, and, and uh, I'll ask about the dining there first and foremost. Um, you know, when, when you're having people in, you, you mentioned 160-plus uh, meals generally being served. Now you have to, of course, have that under 50. So uh, I guess it's just, is it just taking longer for people to, to get in and have, have a good meal at this point in time? Because I assume you're just having everyone in just in smaller groups, I guess, at this point in time. That's right. Everybody that comes in uh, needs to have an intake, which uh, we take their temperature, uh, we give them hand sanitizers, and uh, so that it's one at a time, right? They don't have staff power mm -hmm. to have everybody coming in at the same time. So it creates a line outside, of course, but uh, that's what we are taking to make everybody safe. And, and when it comes to sleeping arrangements, that sounds like something that would be incredibly difficult at this point in time. You mentioned, you know, your, your number of mats has been reduced quite a bit as a result. How difficult is it or is it even possible to, to have any sort of quarantine during a time like this? I mean, we, we've obviously heard from all of our senior government officials saying, you know, to try to keep our distance as much as possible, to try to stay in groups of one if we can. Um, this really does feel like an impossibility for the mustard seed. Well, we try our best to keep up with the guidelines. Uh, yes, it is very difficult. Uh, however, uh, make everybody safe is our priority. Have a safe space for people to come and feel comfortable there. Uh, for the math programs, uh, working with ABC Housing, we are creating a, a new solution. We are trying to decongest the shelters and give space for those that is most vulnerable and is in, uh, in the risk. Uh, so those people that have uh, preconditions, we are going to move them out of the shelter, give them a, a, a safer place to stay so we can have more space in the shelters for those that, uh, that need 
Um, have, have you guys done anything to try to help when it comes to, you know, keeping keeping people clean? I know I was hearing on uh, the Vancouver East side there, there was uh, some hand-washing stations that have been set up for individuals. I mean, this uh, really seems to be the biggest message that we are getting right from, from our healthcare professionals is to keep our hands clean and to, to wash as frequently as possible. Uh, obviously, that's a difficult thing to do when you're, when you're on the street. So is there anything that has been done or anything that is maybe being contemplated to help um, keep those people's hands clean during a time like this? Yes. So, uh, as I mentioned before, everybody that comes in gets a, a hand sanitizer uh, that was donated by us by Forge uh, Distillery. Uh, and we also send them uh, to the washrooms to wash their hands after they have their meal. Uh, we are changing our uh, whole system of how we are serving uh, to now uh, disposable uh, plates, disposable cutlery, so nobody gets cross-contamination yeah yeah okay that makes a lot of sense and um i mean is it because uh, i mean we're hearing i guess when when you you said you got some some hand sanitizer from uh the the forager there um and i, I spoke with them a little bit briefly yesterday over the phone uh just talking about their operation and kind of how things are are taking yeah. off there a little bit um but no but prior to getting that donation from them i mean was how was your supply was it difficult to find hand sanitizer i mean i, I was out at the store here not a couple of days ago and you know the stores are out of any sort of sanitizer so was it difficult for you to find that kind of product and, and, you know, how grateful, I guess, are you to these local companies that are taking up this type of business? Oh, definitely. Uh, for us, uh, not only here in Kamloops, but as you know, we are cross-province uh, organization. So in Alberta as well, we uh, are having very difficult to find our, from our suppliers, not only hand sanitizer or cleaning materials for our, our operations, but also masks. It's very hard to find. So for those people that are uh, being kind enough and have the compassion hearts and, and are, are being creative to find solutions to help our population and have our community to thrive, uh, we are very grateful for them. Um, have you had any issues with, uh, you know, some of the workers? Because, you know, obviously a lot of people are, are having to self-quarantine and stay at home and, um, you know, being, you know, in isolation, if you will. Have you had any issues when it comes to your staff being able to actually get enough hands on deck to, to be able to provide the services that you need to at this time? Has that been uh, challenging in any way, shape or form at all? Yes, that is difficult, and it's difficult, I believe, for everybody. For us, especially being uh, essential services and being the front lines, uh, of course, the risk is higher. And uh, there is uh, people that uh, are willing to take those risks, but also there is staff that have preconditions and have families, they have kids, and uh, uh, it's not fair to them to, to ask them to come to work in, in those conditions. So they are staying home. And therefore, we are being, again, creative and find ways to uh, fill in the front line. So how my admin staff is ready to take in uh, uh, their positions and be the relief pool. But of course, we have shortage of staff and, and probably we're going to be hiring pretty soon. I also did want to ask while I have you here, Mario, about, uh, you know, just about three weeks ago, the mustard seed was hit with this uh, cyber attack that, uh, you know, had a big impact on your, your computer system and, and your phone system and things along those lines. Um, you know, that happened really just before we started really feeling the results of COVID-19 here in Canada and here in BC. So when you had to deal with that ransomware attack and then all of a sudden combined it with this issue that's ongoing when it comes to the novel coronavirus, 
Um, how, how difficult was was that? Did that make things more challenging for you to make plans? Um, you know, as you're trying to not only deal with COVID-19, but also have to deal with all these other issues that are coming as a result of these cyber attacks. Oh, definitely. Uh, for us, as you mentioned, just before the things start to get uh, escalated, uh, we had this uh, problem with our computers and phone system. So up to today, we still don't have a phone system working. Uh, our files uh, up to uh, from A to K was deleted. Uh, we could save some uh, for files. Uh, thankfully, none of our, our privacy from our donors was breached. But uh, uh, that makes it difficult. Like, for example, I don't have a, uh, all the files from HR that they need to hire new people. So we are doing old style on paper, writing, handwriting, and, and having those things. So it's, it makes it harder. But uh, again, we're not, we're not going to stop our main uh, value and our main core is to serve our population, and we're not going to stop that. Perfect. Mario, I'll get you out of here on this as well. Uh, you know, one of the things in, in your note to the media yesterday, you talked about looking for some individuals able to work as support workers in the outreach center and overnight in the shelter. Um, you know, just one, one chance before I get you off the phone to sort of put that call out. What exactly are you looking for at this time? So people that are willing to serve in the front lines, uh, people that have compassion and in their heart that uh, want to be there to help those individuals that is most vulnerable right now. Uh, so the, if the, there is anyone that are, are willing to work for us, uh, we're hiring temporarily. Uh, and uh, there's positions during the day and there's positions during the night as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me here, Mario. You guys are providing some, some great services and doing some awesome work, and uh, it's important to highlight that and, and also make people aware of what is going on during this difficult time. So I really appreciate you coming on and speaking to me, and uh, like I said, keep up the great work. Oh, I appreciate that, Jeff. Thank you so much. Awesome. That was Mario Barba, the Managing Director of the Mustard Seed here in Kamloops. Yeah, definitely some uh, some, some tough times for a lot of individuals, and, and those out on our streets are, are also people to be concerned about as well.